Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Monday Mac. John, how are you this fine Monday? Doing pretty well. Uh, we're in a little bit of a rushed state, so let's just real quick say that drinking and work is out everywhere. You can and drink and work. And Desires, our newest single, comes out this Friday, September 1st. So it's easy to remember. It's 9-1. Demons and Desires. B-Side, That'll Do, which is out now on uh, Bandcamp. So, or SoundCloud, or both, or whatever. Exactly. So, um, yeah, we are in a bit of a rush. There's a, a, a stove issue that we must adhere to. And, and tans, we and can't have our cooking John, appliance out for too long. John, and another thing, I got a new puppy, so I need to uh, go tend. There's a new member of the Mac Mafia. Little baby Jameson. Little baby Jameson, um, which right, I will so probably be sharing uh, pictures of on the story. So this week, how what do we got? Ten songs this week? I think it's ten. Okay, That's so cool. starting off is um, I was I was excited. Your side of town by the Killers, brand new single. John, what did you think about this? Well, I was excited too because the preview is just a couple synth chords. Yeah, and like old stool, old style killer cinematics. I thought it was yeah, cool. So big, and I was so excited. Um, and I listened to it. I said I really like the music, but all the vox in the first half is almost demo level. I like the second verse. The chorus is uh, it just sounds unfinished. Six out of ten. So I said, your side of town, the killers. Whoa, Depeche Mode right away. The I feel like he tried to be Brandon. Uh, Brandon Flowers tried to be Julian Casablancas from. In- Sorry, I'm having a brain fart. Let me get my notes. Uh, Brandon Flowers wanted to sound like Julian Casablancas singing "Instant Crush" with the vocoder situation. Fun Very 80s dance fun. vibes. Fun 80s dance vibes musically. I might need to listen to this a little bit more, but six and a half out of ten for me. I, it wasn't as good as I as I thought it would be. It was just an average song. Um, Especially well, real quick, compared to their last album, which was so good and had so much yeah. depth. And then they come out with like this one, and I'm just like, it sounds like a demo. And yeah, their last album was really good. I agree. I didn't think it sounded very good. Um, but moving right along, we have Alphabet City. The song's called Alphabet City by The National. Uh, I'll start this one off. I have short notes. It's not a very long song. I felt like this song, it was just one long intro. It didn't get past it. I was interested for about a minute, and then I was just bored. I didn't really feel like it developed. Um, It sounded better than Your Side of Town by The Killers, but that wasn't saying much. Three out of ten. Not not the worst thing I've ever heard, but I'm never going to listen to it again, and I wouldn't recommend it. Alphabet City. A builder of a song that boringly builds to nothing. Five out of ten. All right. So next we have Sky Club by Ala Loss. Um, John, what do you think about this one? Um, fun tune, probably slaps live. Reminds me a bit of Dr. Dog. Okay. Outro, outro is good. Seven out of ten. Okay, so it's a little harsher on this song. Sky Club, Ala Das, full full panned guitars. Where it was an interesting note. Dry bass and drums I liked. There was a crisp tambourine that came in. I thought that was well done. So the music sounded great. Maybe vocals are a bit too low on this. This is like a Dan Auerbach's solo song with a really drab melody. Five and a half out of ten. 
Next, next up, we have a song called Bad Days by Promised Land. John, what did you think about that? Is this me going first? Oh, all, right. all right. So more 80s shit. Uh, chorus melody, is, it sounds just like a prayer by Madonna. The verse melody is very boring, I think. Average song, won't listen to again. 4.5 out of 10. Really? Yeah. Didn't do anything for me. Now, I don't remember the song, but I this is what I wrote. Tell me these guys don't love uh, Julian Casablanca's solo stuff. It was a bit voidsy. Uh, it's a good, it's a dance, it's a decent dance rock song. Uh, I'm not big on the rap part, but it was good energy for what it is. 6.4 out of 10. Uh, it, yeah, not, not terrible. It's not the worst thing I ever heard. All right, so moving on. I might have um, real quick. I might have been but, a little bit more generous because they're like a they're a newish or newer band. They're like they might be only a little yeah. bit more of us. You know what I mean, music wise. No, that makes sense. Their career. So I was a little bit more generous, but yeah, you know, I probably won't listen to it again. But so uh, next promise. up, we have single soon. Selena Gomez. Uh, John, uh, what do you think about this first? Um, so I got this really large notepad from work. Yeah. It's bigger than normal paper. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like I feel like I'm reading a newspaper because I'm like folding it in half and I'm. And it's, but, a, uh, it's like the puzzle section too because it's really hard to read your writing too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Single soon. I like Selena Gomez. But this song has eight writers. Oh, no. Force <laughs> melody is good, but verses and bridge are very lackluster. Five out of ten. All right. I was a bit harsher. Single soon, Selena Gomez. Very similar music to Dancing on My Own. Not bad, but it's lacking. It's totally lacking spirit. This is her first post-Scooter Braun single, I think. The Phil Collins drum, Phil Collins drum, Phil towards the end couldn't save this from being an average, mediocre pop song. This song's too easy for me, so it gets a three and a half out of ten. Well, um, I, I I think I just like um, who's Scooter Braun? Uh, he's uh, his original claim to fame was discovering Justin Bieber along with Ludacris, and uh, he's the he was a super music manager. He was like um, like clutch sports for Le- like how he is with LeBron. Um, Scooter Braun was like that with a lot of guys and well, uh, there several artists are leaving him in droves. Um, probably something illegal, but also Taylor Swift's extremely powerful and Scooter Braun really fucked her over in a public way. And it was very unethical. My question was, my question was, was what did he do? Cause I heard that people are leaving his tutelage, but I, I never heard of him. So he didn't, he was just, he's just a manager the same way anyone would look for a manager. He runs a management company that he had several large artists signed and Taylor Swift is one of them. Um, Instead of let, instead of, instead of giving her the chance to buy her own rights, he wouldn't sell her the rights to her own music. And he sold it to someone else for just a little bit more money. And she went on a crusade against them because that's a very, bad thing it's very unethical thing to do when the figures of money being thrown around are ridiculous um so i don't know if he's doing something illegal that hasn't come out yet or it's just no one wants to be associated with him anymore because he's shown himself to be 
very unethical and you don't want to cross Taylor Swift. She has the largest fan base, like the most aggressive fan base probably out of any mus- musician. Um, yeah. So all these artists are leaving, including Selena Gomez, who and I don't know if Miley Cyrus was signed, but coincidentally, that's a good segue to bring us to our next song. Used to be young by Miley Cyrus. Uh, John, do I go first on this one? I, I would like to hear your thoughts first. All right. Used to be young, Wiley Cyrus. Very flat and lifeless vocal EQing. I can't believe the song has just did nothing. The producers did nothing for her voice in the song. Um, she sounded squished and it took me out of the song. Now, granted, that might be a very unique opinion that I may have. Um, I don't know if certain people listen for that. I thought the piano line was nice. The song's totally compressed, like out of its mind. Uh, she's a bit my main critique of the song content wise, because I thought it was a decent song, like it was well written. And I thought the lyric the lyrics are very easy and kind of average. But I thought the song would have been a seven out of ten if it was sung by someone like Elton John or like Dolly Parton or someone who's old. I think for someone who's barely cracking 30, I don't even know if she's 30 yet. She might be in her like she might be 29 for all I know. For nah, someone she's older, she's older than me. Let's let's see how old Miley Cyrus is. Miley Cyrus age. She's 30, exactly. For someone who's your age, for someone who's your age, it's a little too soon to be singing, I was young, forgive me. <laughs> so she's a bit too young to be singing about this song, but I would say it kind of evens itself out, five out of ten. So to def- just to defend all, all 30-year-olds, against uh, uh little little tyrants like you defend uh, defend away john I, I feel like i've written probably maybe four times more more songs than her that are about um being older and past experiences and stuff like that so i do i do uh i i think i do it better than her i think i do it better than this song in almost every case but I think you're, uh, there's a lot of songs that that maybe no one else heard yet, but people are going to hear them soon that they're going to be like, oh, this is about when he was younger. And now he's older. He was reflecting. But anyway, uh, Miley Cyrus used to be young. Man, I feel like I heard this song so many times. Can I just hold? I'm sorry. Can I just clarify real quick? The reason is because the song says used to be young and she's still young. So I think yeah. that that's contrived. She's not middle-aged yet, so you can't sing about being young when you're still a young adult. Sorry. I just thought it was a bit of a, like, okay, who are you writing the song for? You see what she's doing, Matthew? You know what she's doing? Grasping for straws? Money grabbing. Oh, oh, yeah. Hold on one second. Hello? All right. We're back. Man, I feel like I heard this song so many times. The melody is definitely stolen. I just can't think of who it's from. Five out of ten. Miley. Oh, we, same rating. All right, so next up we have a song called Tesla by Lil Yachty. And John, I can tell you right now I hate this fucking song. Yeah, I didn't favor it either. What, what do you think? I find myself always thinking Lil Yachty will make a good song, but here we are. 2.5 out of 10. This song is pointless and sucks. It's like the worst. It's like the worst version of Tuesday by I Love McConan I've ever heard. 2 out of 10. Uh, next up, we have Summer of Love by Portugal the Man. 
Um, this is a song I also wanted to like, but I didn't like. I guess the song is average, but it feels like it was made for a Coca-Cola commercial. This song, for me, uh, gets a 4.5 out of 10. Uh, very 2014-ish. Uh, it's only okay. 5.2 out of 10. All right. What doesn't kill you? Next next song. What doesn't kill you makes you paranoid by the beaches. John, go ahead. Um, I kind of like this song. Um, the guitar work is is tasty. Uh, the chorus choices with the what doesn't kill you part is cool. It's sadly the best song of the week. 7.4 out of 10. I so I also agree. I wrote yes, a real song. I really enjoyed this. I feel like a real person wrote this song because that's what need. I feel like a real per- person wrote this song because it's what needed to come out of them. This song has nothing to do with algorithms or play or playlist placement. It was a nice thing to hear after all this robotic sounding and average writing. I gave this song a six point eight out of ten. I enjoyed it, and then I am also going to listen to more beat, uh, more of the beaches because of this. So the last song we have, which is pretty interesting, I was surprised to see this, and I actually listened to the song ironically like an hour after it came out. So I was like, "Ooh, interesting." This song is called, called "Perhaps" by Guns N' Roses. So I'll go uh, first with my thoughts. Guitar, baby. First, I thought that they were totally stealing "Hey Bulldog" by the Beatles, but perhaps I was wrong. Ha ha ha. Um, this song is better than I thought it would be, which is a nice surprise. I could do without some of those hey hey's. It's a solid effort for them, I think. Maybe a comeback song in a certain kind of way. I really thought the chorus was a good was actually a good chorus, and self-reflective songs have a sweet spot in my heart. I thought this was above average considering I had below average expectations. I gave this song a six out of ten. Well, uh, this this Go is ahead. something we do. This is going to be a pretty starch disagreement. A pretty, st- I like that. A starch, it's like a potato argument. <laughs> I hate the way this song is mixed, and it's kind of a mess until the solo, and the solo feels phoned in. I feel like they tried to fit their whole career into one song. By the way, what the fuck is Axel saying? I won't listen again. Three point four out of ten. Yeah, the song is a hot mess. That's because it was mastered way too loud. Um, you can you can hear you can hear they they made the song way too way 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 too loud, super compressed and distorted. I agree with that. Um, well, that was another week of the Monday Mac. Everyone, go check out Drinking and Work. Go check out our podcast. Uh, there it's on all platforms besides Apple. Please hurry up, Apple, and stay tuned for this Friday. We have a new single coming out, Demons and Desires. We're gonna be back later in the week with Mac Brothers Podcast. This uh, guy sings it. I sing the song. I go la 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 la. Just like that. So everyone go listen to that song because I sing it especially for that reason. And John, I think everyone should take care of themselves, maybe. Everyone, please take care of yourselves. Namaste.